0: I'm looking for a woman who is like sensitive, but like in a mama bearish kind of way.
1: I want someone who's not afraid to cry.
0: I'm looking for someone who um, is going to be like a cool mom.
1: I want someone who would not wear a leather jacket. Uh,
0: I'm looking for a woman who um, can speak at least three languages.
1: I want someone who's serious about compost.
0: I want someone who is sometimes a little mean to me just so I stay in line.
1: I want someone who really cares about me, but it's, like, also too cool and a little standoffish.
0: I'm looking for someone who um, makes her own clothes, like, maybe out of found objects.
1: I want someone that has monastic tendencies.
0: Cool. I'm looking for someone who uh, has, like, a very... Unique taste in art, like the sort of art that people, you know, sort of get frightened by. I want her to tr- make that kind of art.
1: I want someone that knows about underground indie music.
0: Are you serious about that?
1: Are you not serious about your list?
0: <laughs> no, I'm not serious about my list.
1: I <laughs> sound like a cool girl. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Candace.
0: And this is Matt, and we are on Dateology right now.
1: A voice for Christian metropolitan dating where we collect honest stories to find liberating wisdom for discovery and companionship.
0: And we're gonna graciously be your host today, and today we get to talk all about the list. You know, that thing where it's just like, this is the kind of person I'm looking for, this kind of person I'm not looking for. Whoa, I feel like there's a lot to this, right?
1: I've written and rewritten lists. <laughs> For wow. this person, that has evolved for <laughs> decades. Okay,
0: tell me a little bit about the early items. <laughs> the earliest items, you know, thinking far back.
1: Oh, right? gosh. Uh, I think it, it exposes some of my upbringing, but I had a higher value on, like, materialism and achievement. Mm-hmm. So uh, certain types of professions were on the list. Uh,
0: Doctors, lawyers.
1: Yeah, like some kind of professional... Yeah. Someone who uh, uh, dresses nice was on the list.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I think for me, earliest things on my list were probably like characteristics that my mom had. Mm. (laughs) Because, you know, I was just a little boy and I was just like, my mom's great.
1: Mm. (laughs) This is so telling because my list went from being very shallow and materialistic (laughs) to being much more character based. Uh, and And hippie. And hippie. And hippie. Okay. Okay. Um, But Hmm. it sounds like you had character even in our like role play at the beginning. You were doing a lot of character.
0: Yeah, and I was also just shooting for being as absurd as possible. I mean, like the kind of art that's sort of frightening for people (laughs) to see. I have that visual (laughs) in my head. I want her to make that kind of art. So, um, I.
1: That's hilarious. I had huh. or have a Kincaid that I really love. It has like significant, I think, very deep like value that I've had <laughs> in my home for a while. And you I've have had so Thomas someone...
0: Kincaid painting that you love?
1: Uh no. It has like a very spiritual, deep meaning to me. I've, <laughs> if I told the whole story, Don't you would it, like, sister. you would cry. You would feel it. Mm. Um, and it would you know, expose the depth of who I am. But I feel like I dated someone who's like, uh, tell me about this Kinkade. Is this what our house is going to look like?
0: All these happy little houses with perfect little shadows and shimmers of light. Oh, my gosh. So, um, you know, thinking about the list, right? Maybe Thomas Kinkade paintings are not on some guys' list. Um, but one thing that I... I think is going on in like this whole list mentality, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I I don't want to like, you know, disparage it fully or anything. There's probably some really great things about having a list. Well, and isn't having things that, that you're what we do? For, right? Part of
1: what our show does is looks at the absurdity of what we believe and do. Yep. And then the honesty of it and yes. the redemption of it.
0: Totally, with a lot of heart
1: <laughs> and laughter. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: what? I'm thinking of are some of the, the issues that come up with like a really list mentality first of all um, and I think this is the biggest one
1: mm. control uh.
0: so if I have a list of things that I'm looking for in a person right um, it allows me to have a level of control and connected to that control a level of judgment that mm-hmm. I can assess this person according to Right?
1: Uh, and built-in distance. <laughs>
0: built-in distance, tell me more, Candace.
1: <laughs> oh man, so. Uh, Sing to me more about
0: that, built-in <laughs> distance.
1: Well, so one downsides of the list is mm. it's something that is a hallmark for avoidant attachment.
0: Oh, interesting. Because
1: in someone who is avoidant of connection and intimacy, Mm -hmm. the list keeps them from actually connecting because for the most part, you're not going to find the unicorn person that fulfills your list.
0: You mean the woman who makes frightening art. I may not find her. (laughs)
1: Like, I had someone once, um, a friend's brother-in-law, Who was, like, I dated briefly, Mm -hmm. and she was telling me about what he's looking for, and, like, she was looking for a girl who uh, was introverted, but also, like, was social and liked to be around people, and soft, but (laughs) strong with opinion, and a (laughs) go-getter, but wanted to stay at home and have kids. So you,
0: like... (laughs) (laughs) just look i'm looking for an absolute paradox of a human being (laughs) that's the top is top thing on my list person who's a paradox who's just like has all of these non-complementary traits (laughs) held in tension oh man
1: inconsistent
0: (laughs) okay okay so i think uh this comes to another thing that is an issue with the list mentality which is sometimes these expectations man we're setting ourselves up for finding nobody exactly. who can reach those right. expectations, right? Yeah, the right?
1: bar gets so high. And throughout life, it's like you pick mm-hmm. things along the way. I like this from this person, and I like my mom always did this. And yeah. I always, you know, like that look of that girl in that movie, and then, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. you put together...
0: Oof. And that sounds, that sounds like a really fun, like, thought project... But really unhelpful when it right. comes for actually connect or comes sci-fi to actually movie
1: where you like create the robot. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh.
1: like partner.
0: right. Lars and the real girls sort of stuff. That's so, so funny. yeah I think, and
1: then the other side of this is people that don't have a list. So you're like what are you looking for? Oh yeah. so or, I don't know.
0: I can say I uh, I abandoned the list. Um, I used to have a list. I had a, a six item list. All right. I remember that it was six <laughs> items. What were the items on that list? I can't really remember, honestly. I think there was something about like openness to difference and adventure being something on that. Okay. But.
1: But I'm call. I'm gonna call it. There's no way you have no list. There's no way. Okay. Okay. You could not have abandoned Mm -hmm. the list. I will say that I bet being attracted to someone is something that was always be important to you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, someone with mature faith would be important to Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. with a level of like depth and connection. I know you're enough to know the basic.
0: Right, right, right. And I feel like
1: that's that is the healthy part of this. Yes, is it's yes. Knowing yourself,
0: right. Knowing
1: right. the baseline of like values, purpose for life. Okay, okay.
0: Let's get into that for a second yeah. because I think you, as a therapist, you can like speak to the way that the list mentality can can have appropriate like expressions when there's a appropriate like taking inventory of oneself going on in it. Right, where I'm like, uh, this is an item on my list, so to speak, this is what I'm looking for Mm -hmm. because I know myself and I know this is the sort of thing that just matters really deeply to me. me. And I, it's important to me for me to connect with the person on deep levels in this. Exactly. Right. So, um, yeah. Tell, tell me more about that. Like if you were to interact with somebody who's like coming in with a, a very, very long specific list in your therapy Mm -hmm. practices of what it is that they're looking for. Yeah. What would, what's the sort of exploration you would be doing with that person?
1: Okay, so with the long list, what I would want someone to do is write it all out.
0: Okay, cool. And and
1: I would just even encourage our listeners, like, this would be a great exercise. everything you want in this, like, imaginary, quote-unquote, perfect person. And Mm. then to go through the list and write down what is core and what is optional or preference. Mm. Like, a vegetarian, core or preference?
0: (laughs) sure. Yeah. You know,
1: a Christian core or prophet. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And really seeing, like, what are, mm-hmm. you know, can I make meatballs for someone <laughs> and still have a happy life?
0: Uh-huh. This is very specific on the vegetarianism <laughs> thing, which is uh I mean, we pull from our experience, <laughs> Yeah, right? totally, totally.
1: So <laughs> I'm not a blank slate.
0: <laughs> right, right. So um, if you have this person who's like, you know, has a quite a few things that they're looking for expectations. I also think there's a layer to that, which is helping a person be um, free from that being uh, kind of tyrannical for them too. Uh. What I mean by that is uh, occasionally it's a case that our lists uh, don't serve us, but they actually uh, hinder us. Right where. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm you know, I'm like looking for this very, very specific odd quality or mm-hmm. or this combination of qualities, yes. which are really, really hard to find in yes. one person, yes. right? And it ends up uh, kind of notching people out of consideration because sure. of the high complexity or multi- multiple items of mm-hmm. uh, what a person's looking for.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a position.
0: Please, by all means.
1: <laughs> My position? I'm going to take
0: the counter position. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I didn't say
1: camera. You take a position. <laughs> My position is this. What? I am a fan of the list. Mm. I think the list can be very helpful okay. Um, to know what preferences you have and to know what you're looking for. And this is how it's helpful that if you get to the core things, that yeah. you do narrow down enough, like this is the core things of. Who I am yeah, And yeah. how I can be a thriving human being Also mm. having preferences Or like oh it would be fun to find this But if not yeah. You know if someone has tattoos And I've always thought no tattoos Like it's not a deal breaker Yeah. Um, also the list does something else A third exercise you could do Going through the list is Is there an invitation here for me to become More like this person I want So like mm. I've always wanted someone who's adventurous And travel the world Like do I need to plan a trip
0: Right, right, right. Yeah. How much of, um, kind of the projected ideal other yes. is is more just about me wanting to grow into
1: that, yes. and
0: feeling like I need somebody to give me the permission to do it. Oh, right? Yes. So
1: good. Yeah. Okay. So that uh-huh. is, I'm for that.
0: You're for the list when it gets to um, a
1: thoughtful, intentional list, right? What where we could be flexible, uh huh, and it could help us with like our personal growth. Okay, and okay. be a guide as we date. And mm-hmm. here's why I'm taking this position. Okay. The extremes on both ends is those who don't have a list and date based on pure feelings
0: mm-hmm.
1: or, like, situation. Yeah. And then you end up getting really attached to someone who has value systems that are way different than yours. Yes, like
0: yes. Like, the person
1: that has no job or mm-hmm. is, like, an atheist. Right. Um, which I've seen this happen yeah, in my practice yeah. or mm-hmm. just in friendships. Right. Oh, gosh, it's really hard to then detangle the attachment that you have built on someone who, like, you're not going to have a successful life with. Yeah. Or, like, setting yourself up for a lot of clashing and... Mm. um So, that's... Makes sense. Like, the end where n- no list can be harmful. And then the very rigid list is harmful because... Yeah. Like, I have dated the guy with the rigid list who, mm-hmm. like... Every nuance of preference, he would, like, get stuck on, and we couldn't move on in the relationship because it was like, ooh, do I really want to, no. like, a girl who did this and didn't That's have that. That's
0: really tricky. But I'm like, we have
1: all these core things. Just get with the program.
0: You know, this is really interesting to me because uh, I think what you're describing is, uh, is also some of the pitfalls of the list, which is, like, if two people come in with a list and it's just like, you know – Person A is like, okay, these are the core things that matter the most. And person B is like, these are the core things that matter the most to me, right? And those don't match up. And so person B is like, uh, I, I think it, you just said it, like, um, oh, those are just preferences, right?
1: But As sometimes to- they are. Let's be realistic. Okay, so yeah. if, like, you go into a job yeah. and you have a list... There's some things that are important. You want it to be in the field that you studied. You yeah. want to know that like the culture of the environment mm-hmm. matches your culture. The work life balance is something that you know you buy into. Yeah. That you feel comfortable with the different personalities, that the pay will be like enough to pay your bills. Sure, sure. Okay, sure. So those are like basic so th- things.
0: Some needs were yeah, yeah. Right.
1: So if someone comes in and like, I don't like what kind of flair of kombucha you got on tap, like that's not the job's fault. That's your fault. You gotta check You gotta check yourself.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. So there's there's an appropriate self awareness and measuring of like what are the things that matter? I guess here's here's the you know, I'm gonna problematize this a little bit because okay. I know you're pro list here, right? And I wouldn't say I'm anti list, but I'm not pro list. I'm really not pro list. So um who's to say that some items are more worthwhile or appropriate on a list versus not. Like logic. I think, <laughs> no, that sounds on, like, like, like a person who's so dedicated to her list. Okay. Like, yeah. No, no, no.
1: This is so funny. I just wanted like a little disclaimer, like asterisks for a moment. Yeah. Um as a therapist, yeah. I get to keep all of this inside and just like <laughs> listen and empathize. But on the show, the listeners, you get a little sass because <laughs> this is like unfiltered. Right, right. And so I do have some opinions. Yeah,
0: for sure. Some of and of them I'm, I, I'm working I'm, out
1: in the moment as we banter. Right, right,
0: right. I'm glad you have opinions, and I'm wanting to like investigate those yes, opinions. Right. Okay. So but here's like, the core
1: values systems. I mean, we're not talking to, like maybe we should define some of these things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let, that's what I'm after. You right want us now. to define it's it? Is like so. I feel like there's faith. thing faith that's like a very good core value, like list-worthy item in my opinion. Right, and. Also, I know some people who are just like, that doesn't really matter to me. And, I, you know, this is, really gets complex for me because uh, I feel like, of course, me as a pastor, I'm like, um, faith is the most important thing on the planet. That is what my job is about. That is what my <laughs> life is about. That is, like, everything that matters to me. Yeah. That is what any relationship that I'm in oh, is going to be about, right? And, uh,
1: this is hard. I hear you. Because and I as have you regular speak, conversations with people yes.
0: who are just like, like honestly, uh, you know, I, this doesn't matter as much to me, oh. right? And, and I'm kind of like, well, how do I like tell people, I, I'm not going to just come out and say like, oh, it should matter to you, <laughs> right? Like that, first of all, because that isn't effective for helping people oh, no, actually realize it matters for them, it's right? It's
1: true. And that's okay. I have this split because yes. like my therapist and like, that's just true. You got to meet people where they are yes. and we're like, everything's very subjective. Mm-hmm. So that's true. I can't make absolutes. I can't do odds. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other part of me wants to have this, like, arrogance of, like, but this is the best way to live. And so (laughs) live like this. Um, And
0: I think we got to represent those convictions big time and be willing to bring them into dialogue. So I I agree. Like, there's some core things to me where I'm like, okay, faith, key, very important. If I'm going to date anybody, like, we're going to match on the the faith level. Right? Right. And also, there's some very fine points about faith where I'm like, do we have to match up there? I don't know. I've got to figure that out. Right. But like, we better be able to worship side by side, like on a Sunday. Right. right? You know, in my opinion. So, um, and then the, uh, then there's like other pieces where people do have these core convictions around like what family. Mm-hmm. Should look like. Right? Like, I think feel like that might be, like, the second most core thing that a lot okay. of people run into. But what?
1: maybe what we're saying is, huh. so if faith is something that's important,
0: mm-hmm.
1: maybe, like, the category is important, but what it represents is not important. Example. Yeah. So you saying, faith is important to me, I want you to worship with me. Yeah. The agreement on that is important. If mm-hmm. you were someone else and said, faith is not important to me, and I agree with that, then that, do you see, it, like, should match.
0: Yeah, right, right. It's Regardless not of what being the answer is, it should be yeah.
1: match. I'm sorry, I say should, I don't mean it.
0: That's all right, it's all right. Don't worry about it. So I think the... Uh, so there's something about, like, people being able to live in agreement with each other, mm-hmm. right? I think maybe that's what this is distilling down to is, uh, like, less about I need to have these core things met and more about, like... Uh, can we live in agreement with one another? You know about what? This? Huh.
1: I love that our podcast is to help start conversation and not to solve the problem. <laughs>
0: totally. I am
1: not trying to solve the problem. <laughs>
0: no joke. Yeah.
1: I can't define your list. Yeah. I'll critique it.
0: <laughs> but not when you're being a therapist. Then you're going to listen. You're going to empathize. Je- I'll yes. help you
1: construct it. Exactly. Well, oh, because it's different one on one. I can oh, yeah. help you really navigate what's important to you. Yes, we're talking to whoever you know, thousands of people listening to our <laughs> <Totally>. show. <laughs> right, and it's a lot of different perspectives, yes. and I do honor that.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, For sure. So
1: general generalizations are hard. I can yes. just give my Candace opinion. Yes, I, I love That's it. just for me.
0: And I think yeah, that's what that's what we always get to do is bring our our personal perspective, conviction on all this stuff, and uh, and also like, you know, to. to this is like a funny aside around like us getting meta about how we do this podcast. So (laughs) let's get back to the topic, which is like the list. And, uh, and it is, um, one other piece that I was just thinking about could be a potential pitfall problem with the list is when a person, um, doesn't like refuses to observe those core conviction, like pieces of things that they're looking for. Mm. And I think this is the pitfall that a person could fall into, Mm. which is that, um the emphasis it becomes less on choosing and more on being chosen. It's a more passive approach so uh, so like a person who's like, oh, you know, I'm not looking for anything in particular, right like uh, there's something about that that feels like it's um, it's bowing out of out of the process, mm. not v- being as proactive about the process mm-hmm. and, you know, I don't, I'm not interested in judging that or anything, but I, I think there's something really good about being engaged on a level where it's like, oh, these are the things mm-hmm. that I'm looking for. And the thing that I find important about that is that it's an empowering mm-hmm. uh, pursuit, right? Right. Where I get to be the chooser, right, instead of simply being passively chosen. Right. Right?
1: That's a tempting pattern I think people can get in, especially yeah. when one person seems to have more of the power mm. in, you know, if they're in, if they're out, they're not sure. Mm-hmm. And then the other person often will just, like, wait and kind of just hope that that person buys in rather than, like, deciding, mm. do I want? Do I even want you? Do I even want someone who doesn't know what they want? Yeah. Or is just, like, waffling about me?
0: Right, right, right. The Oh, that's interesting. So in that... It's like the, um, the decision it keeps being deferred, right? Like, how much do I want this person? It's like a, an ever, like, elusive question, right? Like, that doesn't quite just get answered.
1: Interesting. because it's coming to my mind. This could be applied to a lot of different things. Like, I've had clients who are like, oh, I really wanted this job to ask me to work for them. Like, do you want the job? No. I just want the validation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that I yeah. could get it.
1: Right, and I'm really bummed that I don't that I didn't get it. Yes, not because I wanted it, but because I wanted them to want me.
0: Ooh, ah, ah, yes. And how human, how beautifully human that yeah. we want our validation and affirmation. Yeah, I feel done like that's it, yes, sure. I do that all the time, right? And um, and it's interesting to see how that shows up in dating and uh, how sometimes the the person who loves to be chosen is partly the person who loves to receive validation, mm. right? Um, and, you know, and also the person who likes to do the choosing, you know, probably chooses in certain ways so that they'll be validated too. I'm not mm-hmm. making simple distinctions here, but the, uh, the role that like a pursuit of affirmation or appreciation or encouragement or whatever that might be, um, as if there's a deficiency in that already, mm-hmm. that just makes me think of, um, gosh, it, there's a scripture, um, In Ephesians where Paul talks about, um, let me look it up real quick. It's uh, Ephesians 1, 4 through 6. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. Right. So I think Hmm. the the picture in that is... uh, God has chosen us and uh, in the most significant way we could ever be chosen, yeah. right? Which is to be considered part part of God's, like, loving family, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the truest belonging, the truest, most beautiful choice we could ever be chosen with, the thing we're probably longing for the most mm-hmm. is uh, it just has already happened mm-hmm. if we believe in Jesus, right? So it's... Um, I find that like, an important piece of good news Mm. for the person who's wanting affirmation, wanting to be chosen, like, all of that. For the human person. For the human being, (laughs) right? Yeah, this is very good news for um, some types of people, including humans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I often will tell clients that when you wake up in the morning to realize that every ounce of love and purpose Mm -hmm. um, that you want for your life is with you in that moment. And that whatever happens during the day, no one could add to it or subtract from it. Hmm. Because of Christ. Yeah. yeah.
0: Because wait, of the value yeah. that
1: we have.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's uh it's like a very gracious gift, right? And it is out of that like gracious gift and the like holding on to it and cherishing it and like absorbing it as true about who we are, right? Some might say it's the truest thing about us, right? (laughs) And it's basically the way that we can um, shore up some of these parts of us that are broken and and kind of return to some truth about some solid facts, like we've been chosen by God, Mm -hmm. right? And there's a lot of confidence that can come from that. And I think part of the confidence that comes from that is uh, an ability to be choosers, free choosers, empowered mm-hmm. choosers, right, of um, who we would be looking for as we're dating, right? Like, I feel That's like there's a little bit of a jump there, but, like, yeah, um, no, but I, I think it you. all, all I connects. The more
1: empowered that we are, the more that we feel like we know ourselves and feel, like, free and grounded, the better we're gonna be to make these choices mm-hmm. um, with with less like lies and distortion in between. Yes, uh, and it's interesting how much the list like going back to the beginning of the yeah. podcast it changes. So yeah. when I was in college, I feel like my list was much more simple, maybe a lot more preference, but simple. And as you age, hmm. you know, more specific to this demographic, I think the nuances of oh, what I my preferences like have gotten deeper. Hmm. And the things, like, I feel like my vision for life, my idiosyncrasies, how I've grown, have been more specific.
0: Right, right, right. So now you're not like, I just want a guy who's hot. And loves Jesus. You want a guy who's, like, hot, has a hot heart.
1: And, like, knows that styrofoam is not okay.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just like. I don't
1: want to have to teach somebody that. <laughs> so, I, you see I'm, her I'm face? like, I, I see your face. I'm you're, you being, <laughs> see her. <laughs> the feeling I get when I go into a church and they have styrofoam cups for coffee. We're called to be stewards of the earth. <laughs>
0: oh, that is weirdly specific to me but (laughs) each is her own i suppose
1: but it goes to show uh, how far up on
0: the like uh negotiability list is styrofoam cups Mm, for you that
1: is hilarious yeah
0: because you know is that on the preference level or is that on the core list level what
1: it exposes is that as you age the hope is you learn more things and you develop differently and you want someone who has learned also, and you don't want to necessarily go back and, with some things, teach people what you've already experienced. Oh, interesting! And I think that's part of the unique tension as you age, and why people are like, it's like harder. I feel like as people get older, to make compromises.
0: Ooh! Oh my gosh, this is brid- bridging right into like a very big topic, which I think we're gonna have to return to, which is the way that aging over time like affects what we're looking for with people yes. and uh, how willing we are to give up some of our in- independent preferences, core things, whatever, mm-hmm. right, in order to be connected to another person, right? And um, and I've heard it described, like, the question as a person gets older and is dating, the list has a lot to do with how much can this person fit into my life that I have created mm. independently, right? Right. And um, here's here's the challenge with that. I think it uh, it only makes sense. It's only it's totally logical, reasonable that people are going to grow and make decisions and come to conclusions more and more as they grow up. Um, the pitfall of it is that it might uh, over limit options yeah. and opportunities sure. in a way where then it's like uh, these these list items become barriers sure. for connection rather than opportunities sure. for connection.
1: And the reality is, not everyone gets married.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And there are some people that have created lists and sheltered themselves and dug very deep in their dysfunction mm. and one of those consequences becomes not getting married. Right,
0: right. And and I think I want to add to that. Sometimes it's dysfunction, Times sometimes it might be function, right? Like, mm. that a person has chosen very wisely and and has like core convictions that are really important. I think of like a person who has like a very very strong mm. biblical sex ethic or something like that, and they're just like, yeah. sorry, I'm not willing to do that, right? And mm. the way that that could also um, limit options, and and for <sighs> dysfunction a dysfunction. for like a good reason, right? Like um, because th- there's a can a I just say something? Yeah. I think
1: you are correct. Mm-hmm. I think you're correct. And this is where I, I, I think I lay more on the, like, critical side, I find in the podcast. Sure. Um, is that, for the most part, we think we're healthy.
0: We always think we're healthy. That's so So I hear you, and I think yes. you're right. Yeah.
1: But I want listeners, I want myself to constantly be questioning, am I on the functional or dysfunctional side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and to be we're the last to ones to see our that. dysfunction. Yeah, we
0: are, we are, we are. Yeah, And
1: we adapt to our dysfunction. Right, and so right. I think the reason I lay that on is not because I have a hopeless view. It's because I want freedom and healing for our listeners and ourselves mm-hmm. so badly yes. that I want people to critically think about themselves.
0: I love it. And let me come in with some good news but with this critical thinking too. So um, I think it is very good and for us to be willing to... Be guilty of our sin our brokenness our our dysfunction and to see it and not bat an eye at it right and also the good news is is that um in the midst of that the fullness of christ's love and grace is always already there right like and that doesn't mean you know that there's a call to repentance and growth in the midst of it as well right. and uh the thing that makes that possible yes is that me at my most dysfunctional and i'm a very dysfunctional person candace the love of god is there yes fully
1: hello can we just like highlight this i want to highlight what you said okay because you said two things together that are beautiful that i don't want our listeners to miss it is the love and invitation of christ and the grace Mm -hmm. that is our foundation for the repentance and the work yes Least we think that we could pray our way out of our dysfunction, Mm. or just love God so much, or do enough. Yeah. But it's like it's it's all it's all of it. It's the practical pieces of self-reflection and repairing past relationships and forgiving people and like going back and reconciling relationships.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, Candice, I mean, I feel like again we're hitting on. some important things that are like, you just get at the tenderness of what's going on when we're dating and the the complexity of it, the messiness of it, and the Lord embraces it all. So thanks for talking. This yeah. is good. Thanks for chatting about the list. Being pro list, you really represented the pro list perspective on this yeah. and respect.
1: Pro intention, balance, flexibility. <laughs>
0: the open-handed all lists. in one pot oh wonderful okay great so um thanks for listening everybody
1: yeah thanks guys
0: and please Thank um you. interact with us over twitter instagram facebook we'd love to chat with you and um if you like this show then please rate us review us share us with people that you love thanks for listening
1: yeah thanks guys and gals.
0: And Brad, who's editing. Brad.
1: Ah, I love, love Brad, that guy. That guy, that a guy is a wonderful. King
0: among men. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everybody.
1: Bye.